we have, uh, you may take a seat, God bless you. Of course, we have, um, Julie and I attended C3, I've got 10 minutes, so I've got a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've heard that before, Tim, haven't you? Um, we went to C3 Tim Lowe's church down in Sydney, Darling Harbour, and um, on Friday night, and Tim graciously put us up at the Shangri-La. Thank you very much. And we got an upgrade, 24 stories up, guys, looking down on Darling Harbour, looking west, and I was just looking west, and the sun was going down, and Julie and I, were, we grew up in the western suburbs. And uh, I was just thinking, God, you've just brought us so far, so far. And um, now I'm at this vantage point looking down at Sydney involved in the greatest story, the big story of God and our churches. Um, we went Friday night. It was a great, great event, of course, exp you know, expense. Um, but oh, I was just really, uh, I, I was really not grieved, but I felt their burden of needing their own building and, uh, you know, anything in Sydney is like $20 million. And I, I know they have $3 million saved apparently, uh, but it's still just way short of, of what they need. And, and just these great faithful people like you and I, just believing. One guy I was speaking to, 10 years he'd been doing it. 10 years, and I was encouraging him, a business guy, and he said, yeah, man, 10 years, and you know, we still haven't got our own building. And I just came away from there thinking, I'm so thankful that we have our own building <laughs> and this wonderful land that God's given us. And I'm just thinking, God, how did, why us? Just little old, I think David said in the, in the scriptures, who are we that we should be able to give like this and see such results? Uh, who are we, just little old us? Look at us. And um, it, it's phenomenal. But um, just to say our regional leaders are praying for us this morning. Um, Narara Baptist, um, Craig Corkill, who has grown to love, uh, more spirit-filled uh, than, than a lot of the Pentecostal guys, might I add, and well-studied too. And, of course, Craig Stevens, David Blessery from Hope You See, Tony Ray from the, the Baptist Church, uh, Kim Jones from um, uh, Gosford, all, and they really prayed a storm up when we met with them. I think it was Thursday and uh, really praying for the best result this morning. So uh, just to let you know that I've got a little story before I get really serious with you. Uh, the old story is told about a man and his family who went to church in the car on the way home after worship. The man began to complain. The music was too loud. The sermon was too long. The building was too hot. <laughs> Sounds a bit like this church, doesn't it? <laughs> the people were unfriendly. That's definitely not our church. It seemed he complained about almost everything. Then his observant young son said, Dad, it wasn't a bad show for just a dollar. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I just had to get that one done. Um, I just love the scriptures. Um, 2 Corinthians 9, 6, the point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And that's, to be honest, uh, you know, we were at, I've lived a lot of years, and um, we're at the funeral of Julianne's brother on, on uh, Friday, who got saved in this church. Give it up for Julianne. And um, we got to witness and um, testify or, or give testimony 
of John's story, your 64-year-old brother who found his way in this church some miraculous way uh, in a wheelchair at the back. Pastor Garth preached uh, Easter. Uh, I went up to him. I saw he was ailing in health. I was going to just pray for his health. But I first, John, you don't look so good. Yeah, well, the doctors don't give me much time. And so we prayed, really um, got him to give his life to the Lord. And he was willing. He was reduced to a little boy. He had, he had burdens of the world, uh, relational stuff. And he said, oh, look, I really feel really beat up about that. I don't want to leave the earth with all those misgivings. We led him through forgiveness. We led him into salvation, gave his life to the Lord, cried his way through salvation at the very back in one of those chairs there. And of course, they ring me up last week. Can you do his funeral? He's passed away. So overlooking Newport Beach, uh, the wonderful Newport Beach, and uh, in, the, in the, uh, the life-saving club and with about 40 of his friends, um, lots of blokes, uh, oh, about 80. I knew you were putting out more chairs. And, uh, and so yours truly got to testify of what it means to come to the end of your life um, and, and, and basically have misgivings, but basically... Have the, have the question, where am I going? Where did I come from? What was all life about? And where am I going? So I basically got to explain that to 80 North Shore, can I just say materialistically blessed, uh, and, and I had people just gobsmacked. And uh, I think if I would have taken and did an altar call, we would have probably seen people saved, and they probably did get saved. But um, thanks, Julianne, for the privilege of doing that. And thank you, C3 Tugger, for providing a house where a man uh, was able to come on Easter and, and find salvation. Isn't that good? Give the Lord a hand clap. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 8, 7. But as you excel in everything, in faith and speech and knowledge and all earnestness and in, in love for you, so that you excel in this act of grace also, this act of giving. Um. Each one must give as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. I'm sensing a sense of cheer and upbeatness here this morning. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that, look, grace is available to do crazy, stiff, uh, cr crazy stuff on the planet. If, if you need to do a funeral like I did, which is the furthest thing that I thought I would be able to do, grace is sufficient to do crazy stuff for God. We can be vision builders. We can give unto the Lord if you partake of the grace of God. Yes, it's very hard to give if you're not partaking of the goodness and the grace of God. I admit, but I just find it so easy to give, the nature of God. I want you to give, I want to give a little um, four points, quick points. Benjamin Franklin says, if you fail to plan you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, and on the very, at the very onslaught, uh, at, at the start of this church, we, we realized we needed a building, and we planned. And here, here is four, I think, choice, um, choice revelations that, that we need to understand. The first one was this, make a commitment. And I spoke last week about convenience versus commitment. Can you just say that? Convenience versus commitment. 
lot of convenience happening out there. If it's not convenient to be married anymore, well, I'm out of here. If it's not convenient to be shopping here, I'm out of here. There's no, there's no commitment anymore. And I made a point about that, and I talked about uh, the covenant that God has for us. And I just thought it'd be great to quote, throughout Scripture, we see that the only way God relates to His people is through covenant relationships. A covenant can be defined as a deep and meaningful commitment. Point to the cross, guys. Can you do that for me? Just point to the cross. A deep covenant commitment. Okay. Covenant promises. A covenant can be defined as a deep and meaningful commitment. Covenant promises can arguably be stated as the most important theme throughout the biblical narrative. The value the Bible places on commitment is very, very important. It does not view it as something to be taken lightly, but to be revered and taken with caution. This deep-rooted commitment to God we see in the Bible must be the basis of our meaningful commitment to each other. It must relay back to the people. The Bible also shows us that from deep and meaningful commitments, something beautiful and lasting is born. Something that can only be understood when it has stood the test of time. And the scripture goes, 1 Kings 8.61 says, And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God, to live by His decrees and obey His commands and as at this time. The next one, number two, together, Nehemiah. And I'm reminded of the Nehemiah wall needing to be built in the Old Testament, the, the Nehemiah story. Each family took a portion of the wall and built. The Levitical priests also took a portion. So the Levitical priesthood, they built the gates. Uh, uh, the f- each family, there was the Flaxman's family, the Cans family, the Flannery flam- family, the Pether family. The, you know, these families were stationed at each part of the wall and they were building all together. Say better together. Ephesians 2.22 And in him, you too are being built together. Say built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Third, faith, faith. Say faith. What we have to give, not what we don't have to give, but faith. Isaiah 41 verse 10, I'll get to that. Uh, The story of this church has been facing giants and I'm realizing more and more that the finance giant, for you personally and corporately, is a real giant. No wonder people are intimidated by it, isn't it? Let's be honest. It is a giant that we take on. We took this giant on as a church, as a church in Wyong that said, you're not going to be able to take ground in Wyong. You're not going to be able to raise finances in in Wyong. You're not going to be able to build a church in Wyong. You know, come on. You might run a church. It might last two years, five years, and then it'll fall over. Well, guess what we did? The Bible, says, the Bible says that the Philistines came out and stood in opposition as Philistines stood against God's people. They took a, the Bible says, and they took a stand, a mocking stand against God's people. Well, guess what we did? We did like what David said. You come against me with, with, with spear and javelin, I come against you in the name of Jesus. That's... There it is. That's what, that's what this church did. 
that spirit of mammon, that spirit of greed, that spirit of lack or that giant of lack, giant of greed, that, that giant that says, why should you be bothered taking ground? Why should you be bothered building a church? Why should you bother? That giant that stares us in the face and mocks us, Nathan, persistently, and we look back at that giant and we did the David thing. We said, in the name of Jesus, get out of the way. Stand aside. And the Bible says, Hebrew, um, Isaiah 50, no, Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Can I say that God has actually done that for us we've brought those giants of fear lack unbelief that stingy spirit that poverty mindset it it came down say come down say lord bring those giants down around my life giants of unbelief taunting me of taunting me that i am in lack taunting me that i don't need to take ground i say to that giant in the name of Jesus, stand aside. Amen. That's faith. And, and guys, you know what the Bible says, without faith it is impossible to please God. So the fourth one, quickly, sacrifice. David wanting to build a, well, at that stage, he, he wasn't thinking about a temple, but he needed to make a sacrifice. And he went to this part of, he, he had to go, he owned all the land. He, had to, he owned all the land, David, King David I'm talking about. But he went to this other place, and it was quite near where Abraham offered Isaac on the mountain, Mount Moriah. And he came to this portion of land. He said, I want to make a sacrifice here. Who owns this? And this guy called Aruna said, you want my land, David? Take it. It's yours. That's what we would obviously say to Jesus, wouldn't, wouldn't we? But David said, no, it must cost me. I must pay for it. What do you want for it? This sacrifice must cost me. Otherwise, it's not a sacrifice. So he bought this piece of land. He made a sacrifice. Guess what happened? Julie alluded to it, Pastor Julie. Fire fell on that altar. And then in the next few chapters, guess what happened? David said, I want to build a temple. I want to build a house of God at this altar. The church, firstly, is an altar. The church, firstly, is an altar. It's where God meets with man. It's where man meets with God. It's where we intercede. It's where we brought our worship to the altar and we become a living sacrifice. The altar, my friends, is still alive and well in your heart and in this church. You might think it's an old-fashioned thing, but lovely ladies, who loves walking down aisles to altars? Amen? Altars are, altars are awesome. I walked down an altar and I said, well, Julie walked down the altar. What am I saying? I was standing at the altar. Julie walked down, resplendent. Oh, how did this happen? I lived a raucous 70s, a mayhem and just self-pleasuring lifestyle of just me, 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 surfing all the waves I could get, living where I wanted to, me, 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 my money, me, my, my. And then God said, no, it's not just you. It's your wife. It's your future family. It's my church through you, son. 
get with the program. God apprehended my heart in the early 80s. Didn't about face. Turned my back on all my groovy mates. Said, sorry guys, I've got to live a life of purpose and destiny. I've got to serve my God. Man, I was christened in a little old Anglican church in Wales. When that man said to me two years ago when I walked into that church, he said, son, he said this to me two years ago. He said, son, see that font? That's where your spiritual journey began. I could have collapsed and slain in the spirit right there. He said that to me. He said, that's where your spirit, oh my God. This is where the spiritual journey will begin for many through a sacrifice Sacrifice is giving up something you love for something you love even more. Can I, can I be honest with you? Julie and I, we give up. We don't eat out every night. That's why I put the McDonald's $30 special package of what a $30 uh, KFC meal will get you or a McDonald's meal will get you when you put things in comparison. Yes, it does cost to give you to the Lord, but when you put things in comparison, you go, man, you know what? That stuff, when you've eaten it, you go, oh, why did I eat that? Oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> you know, I could have saved that $30 and given it unto the Lord, given it unto eternal purposes. Why did I buy that thing that I so wanted? Why did I buy these things that we so want when at the end of the day, in the light of his glory, we give an account for what we did with our time, our talent, our treasure. It's so worth it being a sacrificial giver unto the Lord. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Uh, you, would, you probably wouldn't get it as much, young people, but when you get to my age... They're talking to me about a super fund when I was your age. And I'm going, super? When? When I'm 70? Hello? No, I need that money. Now, and only if I'd stayed with that original super program I had through the government. You people would know that back then they, you put a dollar in, they put a dollar in, and it was just some of my friends are retiring with millions of dollars. But I couldn't be told as a young person because I couldn't see that far. And I just gave it all away. Sold my birthright for a bowl of, for a falafel sandwich. I was a, I was a hippie. <laughs> Sold it for a, <laughs> yeah. Matthew 13, 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls when he found one of great value. He went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Had a record collection, 700 albums. I used to order them in. Jeff, guitar, legendary guitarist albums from America, England. In the 70s, I'd order them in, pay double the price. These were like, you know, these, <laughs> these were like my, this music thing was like a god to me. When I got saved, I knew it was a God. I knew it was an idol. And I literally gave them all away. 1983, gave it all away. And I just thought I needed to do that. I needed to show God and I needed to prove that I wasn't tethered to idols of this world or idols of my heart. 
And I just know when we give to God, we untether ourselves from the spirit of mammon, from the, the spirit of control of this world. And to be able to give by grace with a joyful heart and give sacrificially to be a vision builders, along with all the other people that are doing this right now, this weekend. I think Hillsong call it house, house, uh, heart for the house. C3 call it vision builders. And they all get dressed up. Why do we get dressed up? Because it is a most noble thing that we do. Father, we stand before you. We stand before your son. And we say, God, for the reward of your suffering, we are willing to give generously, sacrificially, willingly. We will give all things unto you. In Jesus' name. Jul uh, just to be real with you, Julie and I um, committed, I think, 10K to vision builders. No, that's not our tithe. This is our offering. Bible talks about tithes and offerings. Tithe belongs unto the Lord. We just return that. That's for the upkeep of the ministry. That's so that ministry can be in the house. When Julianne's brother came in, that there was ministry in the house, and he got saved. Now he's in heaven. That's the tithe. Amen? And the Bible says we do that because of the confession of the gospel in Corinthians. It says we give our tithe because of the confession of what the gospel's done for us and what it, and I thought Andrew did a great job, didn't he? Andrew Coates, he does it so good. The offerings is our free will offerings and it's what we do above and beyond. The guy that carried my bags up to my room, I gave him $5 tip. That's my free will offering. The offerings that Julie and I give to the house of God, they're free will offerings, but they're sacrificial because it's a stretch. It's a big stretch. Now, can I be really honest with you? I think we're about a K short of fulfilling, K would know, I think we're about a K short of fulfilling um, our vision builder's commitment. Uh, next Monday is the deadline, apparently, by the end of the financial year. Uh, next Monday, but we are believing that we're going to get that in. So if you're still desperately trying to, uh, to get your Vision Builders commitment done from this year gone, please do it. But if you feel like, look, I've done it, I just need to make a fresh commitment, so be it. But some people are so committed, they just want to finish their original commitment. I understand that. But uh, if you're needing to give, if you've got the capacity uh, to do it in one go, please do it. That would help us tremendously. If, you see, if, you go, if you're just cashed up and you're able to do that, you know, that, that five, that ten, two, and if you're able to do it, do it now. That would be good. That would keep us in good, good stead with our, with our vision. Uh, but if you need to plan it out during the year, uh, work out how best to do it weekly, fortnightly, monthly, uh, but please, do it deliberately, be committed, be sacrificial. It's in the stretch. As you stretch, God stretches out to you, and I'm sure he will bless you no end. Father, I thank you for each giver in this house. Thank you for the generosity of hearts that believe in your house, creating an altar, creating a place of worship, a place of your bread, your ministry, a place of prayer, and we thank you. Can we get a hand clap for, the, for all that we do in the house that the vision builders enable us to do? The prayer, the worship, the, um, the outreach, the caring, the giving, 
uh, the, the, what, what is it? The, uh, the build, the care, and the reach. Build, care, and reach. That's what we're doing. Thank you, Jilly. Can you give a hand clap to Jilly? She's done a brilliant job. Beautiful. Thank you. Look, let's just, do you want to just stand with me for a moment here? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Phil, for stirring up our faith and for, and for sharing with us. Um, we are so honoured to have Pastor Phil and Pastor Julie as our pioneering pastors here. And what, look what they have done. Look, God has spoken to them and they, they heard God and they stepped out in faith and none of us would be here today if it wasn't for them. So can we please just give a beautiful hand to them. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you have done. You know, a lot of people can hear the, the word of the Lord and then they can interpret it and, and dull it down and change it. And a lot of us can listen to selfishness. We can listen to fear. We can, listen to, we can limit God with our small-mindedness. But I truly believe that the word that God gave Pastor Phil and Pastor Julie, they have not dulled it down. They have not led with fear. They have not led with selfishness. But they've seen that God can do impossible things and that he is a God of miraculous things and that he is way beyond what our small-mindedness is. So when we move into this moment right now, I want you to be really intentional with me. I want you to be intentional with me in switching off the negativity. I want you to be intentional with me in lifting up your eyes and seeing what Jesus sees. Because if we limit this vision to what we see, we're going to accomplish nothing. Because we interpret everything with fear and with selfishness and with what we can see in front of our face. But God is just, he's pleading with us to see what he sees and to lift our eyes. So would you just lift your eyes with me before we move into this next section? Just lift your eyes with me. Just lift your eyes towards Jesus and say, God, would you just get my stinking thinking out of the way? Would you just turn off the negative thinking, Lord God? Would you stir up my spirit here right now in this place, Lord? Would you just, Lord God, help me say no to my flesh? And let me see with eyes of faith. Let me see with your eyes, Jesus, what you have for this church and for my life and for my family, Jesus. Because your ways are higher, your thoughts are higher, Jesus. And you have a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And no matter who has cut in on us, no matter who has changed the way we think, God, your ways are higher. So right now, just take that and claim that, Jesus, in your precious name, that we would have what you originally intended for us in the fullness, in the fullness, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's take a seat. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I think it's important for us to do that because this is a spiritual thing. And... Not only are we stepping out in faith for our church, but we're stepping out in faith for ourselves, for our family. Because God is saying to us, I've got all of this for you. And we keep limiting him. So I want you, as we're going through this, I want you to open up your ears, open up your eyes, and just be attentive to what God is saying to you. Does that sound good? Amen. Well, vision builders... We've broken it down into three sections, build, care, and reach. 
and this is what Vision Builders is. So what I want to do is just for a moment, just have a look at what we've accomplished. We need to sign off on our last year. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, the board, for keeping us in good stead, for looking after our finances, for being an incredible management. I know that they have managed our finances with faith, and with stewardship, and we thank you. So, Cade, we just thank you. Just stand up for one moment. We thank you for all you have done this year. This has been her first year. We thank you. We thank you, Matt, for being a rock solid, standing beside her and, and supporting her in prayer and in faith as she does this for us. And we thank you to our board members, Frank, Andrew, Pastor Phil, Pastor Julie, Kay, and myself. I'm only on one part, don't worry. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you for what you do and um, we, bless, we bless you for all that you have done this year. And um, it's, it's sometimes a bit like the loaves and fishes, but I tell you, God has been so good. And wait till you hear these figures. He has been so good this year. Um, I just want to um, bring some um, clarity to this. Um, between 60 and 80% of Vision Builders pledges in churches, that is the average of what normally comes in. And I've spoken to quite a few, you know, different churches. Sometimes they have years of 40% coming in. So you can, th you can see that, you know, um, people pledge, but, you know, life happens, whatever. But that is the average. Do you want to know what we hit this year? Are you, ex are you ready for this? This is exciting. Um, and I want you to think about all the things that we've accomplished this year with this in mind. We set out a goal of $140,000. We, we threw that out to you. We said, can we make this happen? And, um, and this year, we reached 78% of that $140,000. That is amazing. Amazing. Now, with that in mind, we still have a week left. And as Pastor Phil, I know that I've already ha heard a few people speak to me that they are in intending on finishing off their pledges. So I, I absolutely think we're going to hit, we're going to bust over that 80%. And um, it, this is huge. Now, for Nairobi, we set out a goal of 30,000 K and we reached 80% of that as well. So that is amazing. It's incredible. So well done, well done. And I know I've, I've been hearing story after story of the way that God has stretched you, the way that God has just filled up. You know, when we put out our pots, we put out our pots and we keep putting them out and God just keeps filling us with blessing, filling us with more of his anointing. More, He takes us deeper. He opens up our eyes. He, he creates connections for us. You know, he can make things happen that we can't even work out. He is... He is a man of faith and he, I mean, he is a man of favor. He pours favor upon us. And when we do this together, favor just pours out amongst us. So good. Okay, so um, we've got one week left of this Vision Builders, but then we step into 2019, 2020. So we go from financial years. That's why we do the 1920. And so as we step into this next, um, this next 2019, 20, um, Let's just let's just walk through this together. I want to go through this line by line to show you the impact that this that Vision Builders is having, and and the amount of things that we are supporting and giving to. And that's just look look around you. That, that this this is what we we have accomplished. 
So let's just have a look at this. What does Vision Builders cover? Um, Vision Builders, broken down into three categories, is building a legacy. So let's just have a look at building a legacy. This year, we set out to reduce the debt of the C3 Tugra building. Um, as you know, we've got 11 acres here, and, um, and we've got the building right here. And last year, we set out to do the, the Kids Church building, which we have accomplished, and we have done that. And can I just say that we, we paid for that cash, that is not part of our mortgage. We pay for that cash, which is incredible. That is incredible. So, um, what? Um, so, as we reduce the debt of the C3 Tugra building, um, we're not just paying the repayments, but we are actually paying principal off of that amount. So, every year we are reducing that debt more and more, which is in again an incredible thing for a church, because um, because every year that debt is coming down, down, down. Um, and so this year it will be coming further down again. Number two is upgrading the sound and lighting equipment and also in the elevation room. Um, there's maintenance supplies. There's a playground and family outdoor area that you would see just starting to be formed. That is going outside and that's starting to take shape. And then a community field and amenities um, and a community garden, which I will do an announcement very shortly about that. We don't have time today. But there's exciting things happening on the, the rest of the property this year. This is, this is what we're going to do this year. Who thinks we can do it? I think we can. I think we can. Hey, dare to believe, right? Come on. Um, caring for our community. Let's have a look at that. C3 Cares community lunches, which are happening at least once a month. We, we're packing out this place with community people for lunches. We also do dinners. Um, we've got an employment program um, here, so that's their supplies and their PPE. We run that four days a week. We've got um, 15 guys at the moment. Angel Tree Christmas gifts to children with parents in prison. So every year at Christmas, we send out hampers to children with parents in prison. We've got chaplaincy in local schools. We support them. We also have CAP Australia free debt relief to the community. We offer that program. We've got Diamond Women's Care hampers and gifts, which we support as well. We got the nursing home Christmas carol. So every year at Christmas, we go across and we do hampers and we sing for the for the nursing home there. We've got the Christmas community carols that we do at the end of the year, and we also have big noise, which you know is coming up very shortly. Our kids community holiday program. So that just like and there's more. There's more that that will come up. There'll be um, you know things that pop up, natural disaster reliefs or whatever. You know, there's things that pop up that we support and that we feel God leading us to, we will, we will support that as well. But this is just a list of what we have, we have um, said that we're going to support this year. So that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, and then our reaching out is C3 Nairobi. So that's our church plant in Nairobi. So our reach is quite far. <laughs> it's quite far, all the way to Africa. So that's amazing. So that's, our, that's what Vision Builders covers, all of that and more. So this year we are believing for a total of $190,000. Now this is a total, last year we broke it up into small parts, this year we're bringing it all together, it's $190,000. So let's just check out this pie graph and have a look at the breakdown here. So you can see we've got 64% is building a legacy, 17% is caring for our community, 17% reaching out and 2% administration. So that is what when you give to vision builders, whether it's in the tax deductible account or the 
um, the non-tax deductible account, this is how it is broken up into that those, those sections, okay? Um, let's have a look at the next graph, and this just gives you a better idea of, um, you know, it might start to help you think. So even just between these 80 pledges, um, we've got 40 people, say 40 people give $30 per week, that gives us 62400 Say 30 people give $50 a week, that's 78000 And 10 people give $100 per week, that's 52000 So already, just with those 80 pledges of these small amounts per week, um, we've already reached 192400 So you can see that your bit contributes to that overall amount. And, um, and I know that there's, um, that there's quite a few people in our church that give over and above that. And we are really blessed to have that. And so some people have bigger capacities, but it's not about, um, it's, a, it's equal sacrifice, not equal giving. Okay, so I want you to remember that when you're doing this. This is about your stretch. This is about you looking inside and asking God, what's my stretch this year? What's my capacity this year? And I love what Bree said in, in your testimony. You guys did so well in your Vision Builder stories. And I love what you said because it just flows out of you is that some years we have these years of amazing overflow and then some years we have years where it's not so much but our heart never changes. Our generosity never changes. And we don't let that spirit of condemnation to come in to us as well and, and discourage us and then dis disqualify us for the next year. No, we, keep, we lift up our head and we keep soldiering on with faith because that's what it is. When we put these pledges down, it is a step of faith. And we're saying, God, meet me, meet me. I'm taking a step of faith and I want you to meet me. So there's no discouragement. There's no condemnation. And it's equal sacrifice, not equal giving. Okay, I want you to remember that. But you can see, isn't this incredible, seeing what we can do, bringing it together, and, and that's how we can get the overall figure. Um, it's very important that we seek wise counsel. So I know that we encouraged you this week to pray about, um, about this figure. Um, sit down, count the cost, and, and don't give beyond your means. We don't want you to go into debt to have to do this. Okay, so be good stewards with what you've got in your hand. Um, the other thing that I love is, is thinking creatively. You know, um, how I was saying this morning about the kids with the loom bands. You know, like they're always thinking about, well, if I don't have it, how can I get it? And I love doing that because, as you know, I am a, a side-of-the-road pickup kind of gal. And, um, <laughs> and you know, sometimes I basically furnish my house like this. I'm telling you a secret right now. Basically furnish my house by picking up things off the side of the road, doing it up and, and putting it in my home. And then eventually I sell it and buy what I actually wanted. Um, but there's always ways that we can be creative with this. You know, like, okay, let's think about our coffees, how much we spend on coffee. You got yours for free this morning. But normally we spend $5 on a coffee. And do we get a coffee every day? You know, and so maybe it's just a matter of you going, okay, my step of faith is that I'm going to forfeit my coffees on my working days. And then that money I'm going to contribute to Vision Builders. So we can, think, we can think creatively. I know that there's so many incredible stories with vision builders where people, families have had two cars and they've thought God has put this amount in our heart and we don't know how to do it. And then he's just dropped in them. He's like, okay, I need you to sell a car. And there's families that have sold a car to give to vision builders. But then the testimony of what God has done after that. 
you know. So even if it's a big step of faith and you're just thinking, listen to that still small voice because he knows better. His ways are higher than ours. So it is a step of faith. Now, as you know, last year we were able to secure our DGR status, which is amazing. Again, thank you, Kay, for all the work you did with that in securing that for us. So this this um, makes it possible for gifts over $2 to be tax deductible. Um, so if there's, op- there, there's opportunity there for businesses to be part of it this year and we'll be next week putting it out to local businesses to partner with us in this. Um, so again, if you've, if you've got a business or, you've, or you know a bo- you know you've got a boss that you'd like to bring this to, this is a great community initiative for them to be part of and then they can receive a ta- tax deductible receipt as well. So right now, why don't you just make a little space in front of you, grab out your flyer, here's your flyer here, your brochures, pull them out, bring them in front of you, go on, don't be afraid, don't be shy, get your brochures, open it up, all of these things I've just spoken to you about are inside the the brochure, just pull out your pledge card and... um, So pull out your pledge card. Um, there's a pen in front of you as well. Now, don't fill them out yet, okay? We're not ready for that yet. Just, just I would just want you to pull it out so you've got it in front of you. So if we can just have a look, um, and you'll see the pledge card come up on the screen as well. Um, we have three different accounts. So this just makes it easier for everybody. We've got Vision Builders, non-tax deductible. We have Vision Builders Tax Deductible and then we have Mission C3 Nairobi. So I want you to think about your amount that you'd like to, to give to Vision Builders, which is our, our um, build and our care. And then I want you to think about what God has put on your heart for C3 Nairobi this year because we really want to make sure that we bless them and that we continue to support them. They are, they are doing amazing things and you'll see shortly um, what they're doing. So if you just have a look at your pledge card, you can fill out you know, your, your details at the top. And then what we would love you to do is to say, okay, Vision Builders, this is my amount for Vision Builders. I'm going to do this weekly, monthly, fortnightly or other. If you could, maybe the other is a once-off. Now, I'm aware too that, that um, tax returns are coming up and, and every year we get quite a few people that go, hey, I just, I just want to give this to God straight away so, we can, so you can get what God need you to do with this money you know like there's a lot of things that we wait and we wait but if we just had that we could get it done so a lot of people use their tax returns as a bit of a savings and then they give their vision builders from that tax return so there's that opportunity to maybe you want to put other and maybe you want to say lump sum which if uh, to be personal we give lump sums um missions c3 nairobi then you put your amount in there that you'd like to commit to c3 nairobi and again, whether you'd like to do this weekly, monthly, fortnightly. If there's an amount that God's put on your heart for each of these, I would encourage you to, you know, I'm, I know I'm being simple here, but pull out your phone, put the amount in, divide it by 52 if it's weekly, and that's what that's how you'll work out your amount. So um, I will f- fulfill my pledge, and then this just helps us keep... Um, keep everything in track, in track. Um, internet banking, FPOS, cash, Visa, MasterCard or check. Now, if it's a once-off 
pledge and you'd like to do that today or you'd like to hold on to that until you get your tax return, take that with you and you can fill out your once-off pledge. But what we what today is doing is it's really giving us an idea and it's it's us coming together with faith to get that final amount, 140,000 and 30,000 for no, um, sorry, 140,000 all up, okay? So that's what we're trying to, oh, I knew I was going to get that wrong. 109, at least you're all listening, right? Are you listening? $190,000, come on. So we would love to announce to the church in the coming weeks that we have hit that, that mark. Wouldn't that be exciting? Wouldn't that be wonderful? And then God will stir you up with faith. So um, when you're giving via internet, so a lot of us give via internet, right? When you are doing that, what would be great is because there is this, this changeover, we've still got a week left of this year's and then we go into the next year, it just makes it so much easier if we could use these codes. They're just coming up on the screen now. So these are our reference. If, if you're giving to um, C, uh, Vision Builders, you can put VB20 um, and your name. I can't read that far. VB20 name. And then if you're doing Nairobi, N20 name. That would just help us out. If it's the year before, then you can you change that to 19. That will help us when we're putting together all of the tax receipts. Um, so is that clear? So in a moment, we're going to take a moment to um, have a look at these, fill these out, pray. and um, But before we do that, and, and while you're considering, while you're letting this all you know sink in and, and, and listening to the Holy Spirit, um, Let's just check out this video. This is this is an overview of what Build Care Reach is in our Vision Builders program. Yeah, yeah. Father, we thank you for the sacrificial giving and the response to heaven and to the Father's heart for his church the local church, but the regional church, this governmental church, Lord God, that, that creates health and blessings and opportunity in this region on the central coast. So, Father, I bless all the givers, all the seed that they sow. May it be given back to them, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over. May it be measured in every dimension of their life, financially, spiritually, relationally, socially. Breakthroughs in your life are coming. The suddenlies are upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you, C3 Tugra. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. Arise and shine and believe God is doing a supernatural work in you and your family as of this moment. The Lord sees the sacrifice. He sees your seed. He sees the stretch and He reaches back out to you and blesses you in all manner of ways. We believe for a great testimony. We, we pray for goals to be reached. And we believe that there is a shout of a king of among us. Shout and be of great joy for those who favor his righteous cause. And we shall magnify the Lord and he shall prosper us in all our deliberations, in our worship, in our giving, in our serving and building the house, and being the house of God spiritually. I bless you. 
I bless you in your coming and going. I bless you in your workplace. I bless you in your social environment. I bless you and your children's children. Legacy is your portion. Amen. Look, let's just sing this to finish off. What an incredible, incredible service it's been. listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.